2: Well, hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Us Weekly's entertainment director, Travis Cronin, and you're tuned into Us Weekly's hot Hollywood podcast. Yes, you are. Where we break down all of the hottest celebrity gossip stories of the weeks, the breakups, the makeups, the shakeups, the shenanigans, and the shenanigans. Well, I couldn't do this by myself. By the way, I stole that joke from TikTok and think it's so funny. Um, We have arbiter of uh, style and beauty. It's Gwen Flamberg. So glad you're here. Hi.
0: I'm so glad to be here. Hi, guys.
2: And it is Machine Gun Kelly's one biggest, truest fan. (laughs) Um, Probably sent him a vial of blood because she knows he's into that kind of thing. It's baby woman Sarah Huron.
1: Okay, I don't know if that's true anymore. I'm wearing a Machine Gun Kelly t-shirt if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, But that's simply just because it's Friday and I don't have a lot left in me. Um, When I bought this t-shirt, maybe that was true. You know, I've had my issues with him since. We'll get to it, I'm sure.
2: Uh, We will. And it sounds like someone's in denial about her love for him. It's okay. She'll come back around. Well, before we dive into the news, you know what it's time for. It's time for our Woes of the Week. These are the stories that made my co-hosts and I grab our PPS our proverbial pearls get your mind out of the gutter and just made us go whoa gwen flamberg what made you go whoa this week
0: i'm still like scratching my head over this one you guys earlier this week chloe kardashian posted on instagram uh, it was a it was a slideshow of two photos with her mother, Kris Jenner. The caption was something like, "Everything, my world." You know, she and her mom. Now, first of all, Chloe looks like if Chloe became a blow up doll, like blow up mm, very doll, sex obviously. doll. Like she is looking like an entirely different human with like really ginormous lips. She looks beautiful, but like. I've met Chloe so many times over the years and she's a beautiful woman, but that's not what my takeaway always was after being with her. She had the best personality, the okay. funniest, the most clever, warm, fabulous. And yet she's like really leaning into this superficial kind of like, look at me, but that's not what really freaked me out guys. What really freaked me out was that Chris Jenner is starting to resemble one of the girls in the first slide of this Instagram post, Chris Jenner was wearing sunglasses. If you swipe to the next photo when her sunglasses are off, Chris Jenner now has the face of Kim Kardashian. Do you just go to the plastic surgeon and say, like, I want to look exactly like my daughter?
2: Well, Gwen, it's like I always say, like, plastic surgeons and people who do injectables are sort of like makeup artists where they have one signature face. They love to do and do really well. And they share the same guy, two guys. And so I think that that is sort of the inevitability of, you know, sharing your plastic surgeon and your dermatologist.
0: But, you know, it's pretty artful, like getting good plastic surgery. Like we talked a week or two ago about Martha Stewart, who has some amazing work. She looks youthful. She looks gorgeous. She doesn't look overdone. That is artful plastic surgery to look like a younger version of yourself, uh, to look fresh, to not look like you've had work done. But it is an entirely different style of plastic surgery when it starts becoming like, Like, what was that film with Nicolas Cage and the face-off? Face-off. I mean, literally, someone has created a different face on this woman. Entirely sculpted a different face. And it is the face of her daughter, who only sort of slightly looked like her. Looked a lot like, you know, Robert Kardashian. So, I I mean, it's just, this is interesting, guys. It's interesting. It's strange. I don't know how I feel about it, but it, it feels weird.
2: It also made me go very well. It is shocking. Go check it out. I'm sure a therapist would have something to say about it. Um, yeah. Baby woman, legal expert. What Vanderpump Rules fan? What mm-hmm. made you go low this week well, while speak- you were, you know, drawing up contracts?
1: Right. Of course. Speaking of therapy, um, Raquel is getting some. Rachel Raquel Levis has checked herself into a mental health facility as the fallout of Scandival continues. Um I know we're gonna get to Howie Mandel, who um, you know, probably didn't realize what he was doing, but ruining his own life by inserting himself into the drama and Sandoval digging himself a bigger grave. But Which is what really made me go well this week is I simply screamed at my computer for an hour and 18 minutes. Um, But in other news, Rachel Raquel is in treatment. Her representatives have made it clear this is not for substance abuse. This is for mental health. And she actually wanted to check herself in sooner, but had to keep filming the television program that she blew up Vanderpump Rules. So. You know what? It's not a shock. I think everyone has commented on how wild and insane this has been and how it's the coverage has spread. You know, as Tom Sandoval said, I'm watching CNN. I don't believe he watches CNN, but a, a, he told Howie Mandel he watches CNN and then saw himself on there and doesn't understand why. He said, I'm not, you know, a member of the royal family. I it
2: was just, definitely sent to him. He didn't. He wasn't. Watching yeah, it.
1: he doesn't read CNN. And he probably loved it. We know he's a narcissist. Um, but clue. This is a lot. And I think one thing people have been concerned about when they it's it's a lot to be angry about but in the back of i think a lot of people's minds are like i hope no one involved here does anything drastic because one well, that would run the fun of the reality show but also because <laughs> we don't want anyone to be you know hurting themselves so raquel is in treatment and i'm not shocked i'm honestly shocked it took this long but i guess it makes sense she had to keep filming the show and do interviews and stuff so we'll see what happens next
2: well, good luck to you, Rachel Raquel. And I am excited to get into the Howie Mandel later because it is so wild. But first, my woe of the week goes to the Duchess herself, Miss Ferga Ferg, definition Fergalicious, not that one, the original Sarah Ferguson, the Duchess, formerly married to Chris Andrew. A source confirmed to us that she will not be invited to the coronation. Um, and it's sort of the same reason as Harry and Meghan, a little bit that she's not really in the royal family because she's not married to his brother, Prince Andrew, anymore. You know, great. <laughs> great for everyone involved there. Um, but a little strange to me that they decided not to invite her because she was a member of the royal family. She's a prominent figure, but they, something is going on, and Charles just sort of hates her. Maybe they want him to distance themselves from Andrew. I don't know. What do you guys think?
0: I think it's really weird. Like, it's not... It's just so inappropriate. You know, even though Sarah Ferguson has not been married to Prince Andrew for quite a long time, they're still very close friends. I believe they still live in the same home. Um, Also, her daughters have a pretty big place in the royal family, Beatrice and Eugenie. It wouldn't be a big deal to just have her there. She's not a working royal. She wouldn't be on the balcony. But like the exclusion
1: is so notable and it's just so not nice. I agree Gwen. I think it's a way bigger deal to not invite her than to invite her. I if you want to you know go with the working royal thing on the balcony, totally fine. But it feels weird to make a point to let it be known that she wasn't invited. I don't know, you know, how that got out there, but it's been confirmed she wasn't invited. And also, you know, Andrew, not great, you know. Pretty <laughs> not great. And if he gets to go, But his ex-wife doesn't get to go. And she wasn't invited to Will and Kate's wedding, but then got to go to Harry and Meghan. So it kind of felt like maybe that had been thawed. But now it's back. I don't know. It's always confusing what these people do. And I know we're going to get into the Meghan and Harry of it all, but that was a weird one for me. I agree.
2: I... uh... I absolutely agree. And the coronation is coming up, along with Met Gala and uh, Baby Woman's trip to Portugal, Lisbon. So everyone mark their calendars for the trifecta of large events there on the weekend of May 6th and the day after. Oh, my God. Well, let's get into it. I, uh, You guys, I want to talk about Kylie Jenner and Timothee Chalamet, as I will only call him, Timothee. And Kylie, there were rumors going on in Dumois that they were seeing each other. Um, We have not confirmed these rumors, but there were paparazzi photos yesterday of her car at his house, and now there are pictures of them spotted at my favorite taco place in the entire world, Mm -hmm. Tito's Tacos, which I can't shut up about ever. I'm so glad that they have great taste, Um, but they were spotted um, at Tito's Tacos. Again, really good taste. Go there if you're ever um, in Century City or Santa Monica. Um, Timothee was at an art show in Santa Monica, and Kylie Jenner vehicle was seen behind him and then they were spotted grabbing Tito's tacos for a little taco date so now we got smoke, we got salmon car last week car last night, Tito's tacos earlier today um, I I, you know, my psychic powers are telling me that these two will be at some Coachella events together this weekend but we will see and I think it's, it's strange that, you know the Kardashians are always known for dating professional athletes or rappers. That has been the history, if you look at all their marriages and relationships. And now to date, sort of like a skinny actor is a really big change for them. Um, but I sort of like them together. I feel like they could balance each other out. What are your hot talks? I mean, they got great taste in tacos. So I think the relationship is off to a great start. Definitely
0: off to a great start. He is an absolute departure for her, but you know she's quite a young woman. She's got her entire life to change her taste in men and try some different things on, if you know what I'm saying. Now, I just hope that this relationship lasts a few short weeks so that they can grace the Met Gala red carpet together because oh that would break the interwebs. Timothy Chalamet, incredible fashion star um kylie is just obviously the one to watch on any carpet because people are obsessed with her so um you know maybe this we're setting it up maybe we're setting it
1: up for that
2: here we are what about this not hot new hookup sarah you look displeased yeah
1: i don't love it i don't love (laughs) it for either of them i don't think it makes sense um i feel like timothy chalamet has always been really confusing to me um i never saw call me by your name and then i just finally saw little women like literally last week um and I don't know, he just, he doesn't really do it for me. And I just don't, ex- I didn't really, I didn't predict it. And anytime there's a couple that I could never have predicted, it makes me a little uncomfortable. So slightly uncomfortable, but, you know, I guess we needed something to talk about. The Kardashians have been kind of boring mm-hmm. lately.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, this is definitely a step in the right direction this is to getting us all talking then put them in the public eye. Almost like Kris Jenner planned it herself, but we will see. Um, I think they got, you know, some good stuff going on. Well, let's move on. We talked about a hot hookup. Let's talk about some reconciliation. Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox are back together? Question mark? They were spotted in Hawaii uh, holding hands, loved up, and a source told us exclusively that um, Machine Gun Kelly or Megan Fox are back together trying to sort out their problems. They had a wedding planned for this year in L.A. that was supposed to have about like 8,000 people at it, <laughs> says the source. 8,000? It was supposed to be wow. like an huge event. Their invite list was anywhere from like two to eight thousand people. They thought it was going to settle sort of right in the five thousand range, and then we're going to do something smaller in Italy later. So it was going to be like sort of like I don't know a concert event in Hollywood, and then a more intimate ceremony in Italy. But a source tells us that they have postponed this thousands people wedding, um, and are working on you know getting themselves back together. What do you guys think about this?
1: I think the pictures, I saw someone tweet, I think it might have been Bravo historian comparing the Hawaii pictures to the pictures of Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston right before they announced their split on vacation amid all the Angelina stuff and that's kind of what it gave me once I saw that I couldn't shake it I was like oh are they trying to take back the narrative this is like a desperate attempt not only to each other but also to the public because it was such a messy split even though they did it themselves to make it such a messy split or breakup or issues they were having that was literally Megan telling us all about it and then getting mad that everyone was reporting it um mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't think they're going to make it down the aisle. I really don't. I agree with you. And those pictures
0: of Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston, when they were on that beach and she had the tissues and it was so obvious that she was crying and they were like hashing it out. It's, I mean, that epic, epic moment. And if this is being compared to that, we know there's only one way that this relationship can go. Yeah.
2: It is. I don't have a really good feeling about the relationship either. It just seems so hot and intense or cold and toxic all of the time. And I just don't think that that is sustainable for either of them. We've seen them break up and get back together, or do all these sort of crazy things. And it just doesn't seem like a loving domestic partnership to me. Right. well you know we got lots of relationship updates this week let's talk about a huge split they were together for six years six seemingly lovely years if you listen to the album lover Taylor Swift and Joe Albin um, have called it quits a source confirms to us weekly um, the source told us that this happened quote a few weeks ago and we have been getting little Easter eggs at as is Taylor's signature always because um, she is on the Eras tour and she She is doing, she's doing some things. She noticed we changed her set list on March 31st in Texas, swapping out Folklore's um, Sweet Pan. I don't know what that is. Um, I didn't really like... uh, uh, she did that what? album as much as you did. Folklore's "Sweet pain to "Soulmates" and the song "Invisible str- String." She changed the words, oh. and yes, she did. And then she uh, de- debuted, you know, at the concert tour "Death by a Thousand Cuts" and "Clean" at her Arlington, Texas concert on April first. Uh, two songs, notably about getting through a big breakup. But so she gave us those Easter eggs, mm-hmm. and then a source confirmed to us that you know. Taylor doesn't do anything that goes unnoticed by her fans and everything she does has such intentions. So when she swapped out those songs and started performing breakup songs, everyone knew what was going on, but it's sad guys. They were together for six years. We had reporting that they were engaged, you know, really quietly off the books about a year ago. Um, there's reports going around that they're married. A source tells us that they were never married, um, but it's sad six years. And right before the eras tour, it's just really the end of an era.
0: Well, here's the thing. It's like, how can you maintain a relationship when you're on tour? That's number one. Number two is, and I hate to say it, but she is at the height of pop culture right now. She was basically one of the most famous women in the world. And I think it's really tough for a guy to deal with that. Her stardom has so far surpassed his Listen, I love Taylor Swift in a single girl era, and I just hope that this lasts long enough for her to write some dang music because now she's on tour, so she's not gonna be writing music or making music. But we all really benefit when she's single <laughs> and she's writing the songs. So I agree.
1: Yeah. I didn't I was actually kind of shook by like the reaction that people had to this. Um, I love Taylor Swift. I'm going to the Eras tour. I cannot wait. <gasps> but i like joe alwyn i've never even like heard him speak like i i didn't watch conversations with friends i don't like really follow his life because he doesn't talk about anything i care about aka taylor swift um in public so i don't really have an emotional attachment to him i i guess like her most diehard swifties just thought he was like the one and were shocked because they thought you know maybe they were secretly married or that she had found her person and just wanted her to be happy so I guess that's why there was people, you know, flocking Cornelia Street with flowers, which is like <laughs> a little much for me because no one died. Um, I'm with Gwen. I let's go, single girl Taylor Swift. I cannot wait to see who she dates next. I cannot wait to hear the breakup music. I cannot wait to analyze the lyrics. And that's the kind of Taylor I want. It's been six albums of Joe Alwyn. Not they've all been great, but like, let's shake it up.
2: I agree. I feel terrible saying this, but when you know Selena Gomez broke up with The Weeknd, and now Joel all went and Taylor Swift breaking up, I'm like, I can't wait for the music. It's going to be so good. It's like Adele going through a divorce, and really, you know, I feel bad, but we all do benefit so much as a whole. So it's for the greater good. Thank you for your sacrifice. We can't wait to support all of your breakup music. Well, let's go on to the mean streets of Hollywood um, and talk about Amanda Bynes. There's an update from Amanda that TMZ reported today. Amanda Bynes has. Has been released um, from the mental hospital that she was in more than three weeks after she was admitted for treatment. Um, sources close to Bynes tell TMZ that she was released this past Monday after the medical staff determined she was get ready to get back to her day-to-day life. Um, as the sources also told TMZ that she will live in her own home as she was before the ho- hospitalization and keep much of the independence she's earned After the nine years that she was in a conservatorship, in case you didn't remember last month, Amanda was spotted naked and roaming the streets um, in the very early morning near downtown L.A. before flagging down a police car. Um, There's photos of her getting her nails done today, and I'm just happy that the doctors agree that she's okay and that she's not, like, completely under a conservatorship again. But I'm just paralyzed with fear for Amanda Bynes's mental health and her future, you know, as a person living on their own. So, sad. I don't think you guys want to say anything about sad. Terrible. Let's move on to Scandival. <laughs> um, let's talk about Howie Mandel, the least prepared person for an interview. The what, you know, the one person probably works in media in front of the camera who doesn't know even a little bit about Scandival. Uh, Baby woman, what are your takeaways from this? Tom Sandoval did like a very long sit down with Howie Mandel um, and Howie Mandel just didn't know anything. And it was tragic for me to watch Vanderpump Rules. OG Stan, what were your thoughts?
1: Yeah. So Howie Mandel scored this interview because the drummer in Sandoval's fake band, Tom Sandoval's extras. Extras, is friends with Howie Mandel and his wife is like friends of the family so they met at a wedding where tom sandoval sang africa by toto um, which is just friends. very important best, to best, song. best song but I great song it. so after about 20 minutes of talking about that and about sandoval's cardigan and about his mustache and about absolute nonsense howie mandel's daughter who's his co-host tried to get on track to talk about scandoval but howie mandel just kept interrupting him saying like who's sheena what's this like it was so freaking painful but you could tell sandoval as a true narcissist was itching to talk because he found a way to kind of interview himself um it made it were obviously really tough questions to answer like was raquel actually sleeping in your house and ariana upstairs (laughs) when you were doing this like things i need to know did go unanswered but I think the biggest revelation was Sandoval admitting for the first time that him and Raquel got together at the beginning of August. Um, if you've been watching season 10 of Vanderpump Rules, there was a guys night that Raquel and Charlie crashed. Um, After they left the Vegas trip with the other girls and Sandoval said that that was the first night they were outside. Yes. They were at Skybar. sky bar. They were then outside his apartment or his house with uh, Ariana. Ariana was seemingly inside mourning the loss of her dog. Lest we not forget. Um, And Sandoval and Raquel had this magnetic moment where they kissed. And then he implied something happened near a fire pit. So I think they hooked up outside for the first time and he kind of gave all the same explanations. I did a did a story I was quite proud of um, comparing how he rationalized cheating on Kristen Doty 10 years ago to how he cheated on Ariana. And granted, it's the same. Kristen was also a monster in that relationship. Ariana, much better than Kristen as a partner. She's not cheating, too. But the way he was using the same terminology of we were like roommates, we weren't having sex. I needed more. I needed more and just just say very similar things basically saying he didn't end things because it was like inconvenient to have to move out our brand was really strong trying to pretend he cared about what was happening with ariana he didn't want her to lose any brand deals but really it's clearly all about himself um even describing their first kiss when he talked about his first kiss with ariana he talked about how like the sun was coming up and it was late after a night of drinking with ariana with raquel the sun was coming up and it was late after a night of drinking like this guy Mm -hmm. is just a monster and that date is so important because then 2 weeks later is when Sheena's wedding went down and Sandoval was the one encouraging Schwartz to make out with Raquel when he was slapping Raquel on the ass in front of Ariana it's it's, it's insane it's
2: insane pretty wild Technically right behind Ariana. Right. Sorry. She was facing the other way and he just grabs her butt and she like giggles behind him. It is wildly uncomfortable. And I did love your piece. Go read it on usmagazine.com because the story parallels between Tom Sandoval's two cheatings are eerily similar. And one might say a pattern that Rachel Raquel should also look out for.
1: Yeah. I was so he- pissed. I was just going to say, he said that he tried to break a, he quote unquote, tried to break up with Ariana in therapy in the fall. Cause after he kissed Raquel, he realized he needed therapy because he was having such strong feelings. But then he like, similar to what Schwartz said, he's like addicted to her. Like he was like, I, I just couldn't mm-hmm. stop thinking about it. And it like overtook my mind and I knew it was healthy but I couldn't stop. And I was just FaceTiming her whenever I could. So he was like in therapy, but while he was in therapy, he was still carrying on this affair. Then he brought Ariana into therapy to make it couples therapy, was quote, trying to break up with her, but taking Raquel to like go meet his family in December in St. Louis, going on trips with Schwartz to Big Bear in January. And then in February, seven months in or whatever, six months in, broke up with her, quote unquote, on Valentine's Day. But somehow she missed the breakup. So then, you know, when she found out on March 1st about the Raquel thing, she was at his show supporting him. So in what world did he actually break up with her if she was at a Tom Sandoval, the most extra show, acting like the supportive girlfriend he was? He is so full of it. Yep.
2: He is. And I was so pissed at Howie Mandel for knowing nothing about it. Like, do a 10-minute read-up on it. You know it's this huge scandal and that people care about. Like, just learn the characters a little bit. It's not easy. Uh, Sarah Huron, just click on her bio on usmagazine.com and pick one. It and he, like, defended long. him. Like, it's one thing to
1: not know. It's another thing to be like, it's not the big of a deal. You weren't married. Like, whatever, like he doesn't know the history of how many people have cheated on the show. He doesn't know how close Ariana and Raquel are and how she's defended her. He doesn't know that they've been together for nine years. Like, he, when you don't know the context, it's still one. Why are you defending this guy for having a month-long affair and cheating on anyone? But it just, it made, and then Andy Cohen got pissed. He made Howie Mandel the jackhole of Hit the Day, as he should. And it's just messy.
2: Uh, I also didn't realize, call me Howie Mandel, that. They were together for nine years. I thought it was yeah. six.
1: It was in between seasons two and three of Vanderpump Rules, which was wow. 2014.
2: Right, right, right. Holy crap. Well, yes, monsters. Terrible. We hate it. Can't wait to see what happens next. All right. Well, let's take it to our last story of the week. Um, Britney Spears, guys, is releasing a memoir, and I am so excited about it. Page six has some fun, exclusive details, and a source calls it inspiring and a groundbreaking instant bestseller. That I already knew it would be. But she says, uh, the source tells page six that it's going to be wildly candid um, and it's a story of survival finding her way out of the crippling conservatorship to finding happiness with her husband, Sam. Uh, they also revealed that she's been working with ghostwriter Sam Lansky, who is an acclaimed novelist and journalist who's written for a bunch of things and has profiled uh, Madonna, Nicki Minaj, and Adele, so he knows an iconic pop diva. And the Source says that um, it is honest and from the heart. No stone is left unturned. It is truly a female empowerment story of her taking control of her life. Immediately can't wait to read it. Uh, Celebrity memoir expert, baby woman, Sarah Huron. I assume you are also excited for this because this is going to be a tell all. Or are you not? I don't know. What's going on?
1: Um, I mean, I'm excited about it. I think it's the Britney stuff is hard just because it's been so much. And obviously like she has every right to tell her side of the story and I'm sure there's going to be shocking things. It's just like a little exhausting to kind of still go down that road again. I'm sure when it comes out, I'll be like wanting seven more books. Right now, I really only care about Mika Kelly's memoir that comes out in a few weeks because when I found out that her and Tim Briggins dated IRL, I just about had a heart attack because I think they (laughs) might be the two most beautiful people on the planet. And if she's going to reveal stuff about Taylor Kitch, like is she going to reveal stuff about Derek Jeter, who I've loved since I was, you know, seven years old. And she's dated a lot of famous people, and it sounds like this memoir is going to deliver. So right now I'm focused on Lila Garrity, but I'm sure whenever this Britney memoir comes out, I will love it.
2: Ah, uh, me too. You're right. She. I wonder if she's going to talk about, you know, like Colin Farrell and Ben Affleck and all of those guys that she was linked to in the early 2000s. I really hope we get like a little bit, like of a Ben Affleck and a Colin Farrell update in there. That she would definitely, it definitely is,
0: because if she wasn't going to go there, why would she write the book? The whole point in, like, selling the book is she's going to, yeah. I don't know that she's going to spill all the tea, but we'll get a sip here and there, guys. Bocha, I uh, love. Well, we
2: are- <laughs> <laughs> I am. Thirsty for it. Well, thank you to Brittany and thank you to my host Sarah and Gwen for helping me spill all of this piping hot celebrity this week. Again, this is Travis Cronin with Hot Hollywood Podcast with your weekly peek into the glamour, glitter, fashion, favorite, favorite celebrities. Because after all, guys, you know what they are? They're yeah, just they are like, like us. us. Oh my God, that's our worst one yet. Thank you guys so much. And we'll be back next week with a new episode. We'll see you then. Bye.